Everybody and welcome to Godfellas, the podcast that sails on ships and gives back to the monastery. I'm Mr. Zach. I'm Miss Hannah. And tonight, if you haven't guessed it, we're talking about Veggie Tales, specifically Lyle, the kindly Viking. But we are here with two very kindly guests today. Uh, you, they've they've been on the show before. Uh, Catching Faith, if you remember that episode. They are pastors. They are parents extraordinaire. They are big Disney heads. And uh, they might have a new podcast to talk to us about. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Mr. and Mrs. Swire. That was such a good intro. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. That's his specialty. (laughs) It's very nice to to have you back. And I was was thinking, I was like, how can we express, how can we let the audience know how much we love both of you? And I think the best way is to say that Hannah and I... (laughs) Like, took time on our honeymoon to hang out with you. I mean, so, you gotta say, like, it wasn't like, oh, we bumped into each other. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you have we to share the, a moment. the moment. We planned it, yeah. We had yes. a moment. We went on a carriage yeah. ride together. It was, right. it was very a lovely powerful. time. I mean, yeah. when somebody says, would you like to go on a carriage ride? You answer yes. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go. I feel like there's no other couple because you talk about like couple dating and all that. We we have never done anything like that. So I feel like our relationship really has entered into new territory that I, I don't even know what it is, but it is, it is Absolutely. up through the stratosphere. <laughs> Me neither. I saw your nieces and nephews and I was like, oh, family. There it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was so good. I used, to, I used to teach your one nephew and I don't anymore, but yeah so um scott i believe well i don't believe i know because i've i've hit it with that five star rating and review you have a amazing new podcast oh my would you like to talk about it it's it's fun so marty michaels and i have started a podcast we've talked about it for like five years and Mm. with his other projects with like outside worship and everything like that we just never got to it And, um, so we both kind of just hit this season, like, Hey, we need to do something creative, uh, and our lovely wives, um, uh, Tabitha and Joy are, they always would talk about our conversations, like how we would Mm. get into these talks. And so this podcast really is our talks, like how we talk with each other. And, uh, we're both worship leaders in different ways, you know, have done things together in ministry. So now we have this podcast where we're just kind of like going into what our conversations would be like around worship songs, which not only includes Mm -hmm. like the background, what the song is about, the scripture and things like that, but we would have to go into detail about how are we going to use this? Like, how are we going to introduce this song? And also all the stuff that you don't really see, which is the personal stuff, like the personal times of surrender when you come into worship and how all of that goes into inviting God's presence live while you're doing it with other people. Mm. Yeah, it's it's so. I mean, I've only heard the one episode of you both talking about your your histories, but I'm already I'm excited because I think worship leaders can have a tendency to pick what's comfortable, yeah. and what's comfortable isn't always what's best or always what's right. Like I'm kind of notorious for like if I'm listening to a song and I hear a lyric that I'm that kind of like irks me instead of like still singing, I'll kind of go, huh, hmm. And I'll like, you know, like I, I'm a big, like Hannah and I even, we, um, we write worship songs and there's a lot of time we'll write a lyric and we'll be like, oh, that's so good. But we'll go, but is that in the Bible? Yeah. And there's times where we've had to be like, that's not there. Like mm-hmm. we can't sing it. It's not true. Mm-hmm. So, so good. it's, it's going to be cool to have like now a show that's going to get into, I don't want to say the nitty gritty. Cause that makes it sound like it's, a, it's negative, I guess, but to talk about the truth behind like what we're actually singing. Yeah, and I think we've all had the time in worship uh, where we've thought, man, I really just don't feel this. And then mm-hmm. we have times where it's kind of interesting. You might hear a song come on the radio that's a secular song. And, a Katy and, Perry song, even. Katy Perry, right? So, 
<laughs> if you listen to that song, it's like, why do I feel God's presence? Why am I worshiping mm. now? And even some people could feel wrong about that, like, and not mm. realize, oh, there is a reason why you just connected to that moment and just exploring that and then trying to do it intentionally. Mm. I love that. Um, yeah. We we need to connect intentionally. Uh Oh, I don't have a. I, don't, I did not have a segue. With, I know. Uh, I'm like with j- the just like veggies. Just dived right in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sink or swim. I'm diving in. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Boom. I heard you guys on the other episode, and I was like, I I remember loving that song when it came uh-huh. out, and then I'm like, why was I so into that song when I heard you guys? <laughs> it's was, a good song. It was one of those moments where I was like, I don't. I I was like. Current Scott, are you okay with past Scott being that into that song? You know, like, mm. do, do you know how many choreo dramas I've done to that song? <laughs> Countless. Countless. Really? And, and side tangent, my mom didn't want us to sing it because she doesn't like the lyric, I know there is no turning back once my feet have left the ledge. Because she's like, no, uh, you can decide that you're not going to go all the way. You can decide that you're going to like turn back. And she's like, Yet it's not like you have to make the decision every day. I was like, Mom, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, she she'll be a big fan of your show. That's what I'll say. <laughs> like mother, like son. Oh my amen. god. Yes, and amen. So, so Hannah. Yeah. Uh, I know you're a big fan of Veggie Tales. Yes. And <laughs> true. Scott and Tabitha, I know that I don't know if you're fans of Veggie Tales at all. What is your experience with the Veggie Tales? Oh my gosh, the first. That well, I tried not to watch Veggie Tales for the longest time because I thought it was like a cult thing. Like too many people <laughs> liked Veggie Tales. You know when like too many people like something, and yes, I was yes. like, I don't know that I feel okay with this. So I kind of avoided Veggie Tales for the longest time. Oh, mm. I didn't avoid it on purpose, but I just didn't get into like Christian music or Christian media or anything until I went to a Christian college Mm. and then was like, wait, there's like a whole culture. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) Like I didn't know. I didn't know there was a Christian culture. I just thought, you know, people go to church and love Jesus. I know that sounds really weird. (laughs) Like how did, how do you not have a culture? But I didn't know I was unaware. And then, yeah, like I just remember people in college being all about veggie tales like yeah. even though yeah. they were grown yeah and i didn't understand yeah. like is it a joke do you watch it because you like to make fun of it or do you seriously like it and everyone was kind of like yeah yes yeah yeah <laughs> Both. well, well I, I remember uh hearing a story that um mike and phil the creators one of the early letters they got were from college students who were just saying how funny they thought like the French peas were and things like that. And so it's, it's interesting. And this is one, I think Michael Williams said in another episode, this is the show that his parents laughed at the most when they would watch with him. Nice. So I'm curious, you're, you're, you have four or five beautiful children. Uh, I'm, I, I know it's four. I'm kidding. But, um, <laughs> I was like, where's that fifth one? <laughs> <laughs> but uh have they encountered veggie tales and if so are they fans yeah so i think that's what actually they are what got me into veggie tales i don't know if scott feels the same but my kids are what got me into it like young mom you know stay at home so lots of screen time because ain't nobody got time to entertain your small toddlers and babies yep. endlessly. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. no time, especially when he worked nights. Like I just uh, was alone a lot with little children. Oh yeah, and it is. Uh, it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good, <laughs> it's a good time to watch Veggie Tales and have some perspective. Absolutely. But yeah, so my kids got into it, but I also just remember getting into it. To it myself and just being like veggie tales is so deep and like singing the songs mm. all the time and it, yeah. it was definitely like a part of our world for a decent chunk of time yeah yeah i remember okay. like because uh my brother bryden was also like i don't think i'm gonna watch that just because people were so intense about it People had such strong feelings mm-hmm. about yeah. it. And then all of a sudden, like I was hanging out with him uh, one day and he's singing Barbara Manatee. 
<laughs> and he was like all Good. in Good. Yeah. some Barbara Manti, but it was like, I don't know. At, at that point, it was like, you know, Resident Evil when you see somebody starting to turn. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. Like, that's he how I was. It. I was so, because, I mean, and you cover this. Christian media does not necessarily have the best track record with quality. Mm-hmm. No, right. no. <laughs> right. So I was like, I'm not doing it. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, again, if this is your first time listening, just, I won't bury the lead. We've said on this show many times, like the chosen and veggie tales are like top tier Christian media. Yeah. When it comes to like, it's it's well written mm. and it's like thoughtful and it's made by people who are who like really care about what they're doing. Yeah. And I, I was thinking about uh, the verse in the Bible where Jesus said, you know, for anyone who would lead the little children astray, it'd be better for them to have a milestone mm. like tied around their neck mm-hmm. and for them to be thrown into the sea. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about like, yeah, how important it is because I think a lot of times I see, you know we need someone to do kids church like you do it. And people just kind of go in and they go, ah, ah, ah. and I think a lot of times yeah. we don't realize how important it is to like actively prepare yeah. and deliver quality um, messages for children, I guess. So I had a thought while watching this and I was so curious Ooh. what um, Hannah and you felt about this idea, but I was thinking about, like you were saying, you know, even adults would laugh with the show because there's so there's so many double jokes in there, right? Oh, yeah. Like even in this episode, how many kids are going to know Gilbert and Sullivan, right? <laughs> and even, even yeah. in the very beginning, so you have those two uh, wives that are on the dock yeah. and mm-hmm. the one is, I, 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 they have to have done this intentionally. She's dressed exactly like Angela Lansbury in the Pirates uh, of Penzance. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And she's yes, she even is. talking like her yeah. and acting like her. So that's like this <laughs> deeper play and my, my thought was the only other cartoon that I know that went to that degree in it was like the Simpsons when it came to yeah, introducing. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my gosh, is VeggieTales like the Simpsons of the Christian world? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well I think I think that if I'm not mistaken, Phil Vischer had said that it was supposed to be like Mr. Rogers meets Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and, I was, and I'm like, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very, yeah. So this one, Lyle, the, the kindly Viking. That's the episode we're talking about today, folks. No. Um, Lyle. This one, Cutie. Lyle. Lyle. But so this, Scandinavian. This whole, <laughs> this whole episode. Wait, Denmark. How do, how do you say it? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. If you're a friend that I met in Norway, I apologize for this. Um, Oh no, where'd it go? Lyle Dagden Schnille Viking. No, it sounds even better Very like that. Very powerful. Oh my gosh. Mm. It's so good. So friendly. Well, right? well, speaking of, of Denmark, the first thing that they do is they do um a little well, Archibald Asparagus is hosting the show and he wants to class it up. So he starts with Shakespeare's <laughs> Hamlet, but they don't have it. So they have to do the story of Omelette, which is about a prince who does not want to share his eggs with the kingdom. Uh, okay. what did what did we think of this um skit or this piece? You know, I, this is the first time I've watched it and uh gotten it because as a kid I had not read Hamlet or mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, <laughs> like so I guess in a way I'm almost was this like I guess there were parts like as a kid that was funny, but the you know the joke feels fuller when you know yeah. About like the whole Shakespeare versus I mean it's not really like Hamlet but you know there's that element there and it so I'm like is this for the kids like no sure it's the because yeah. this doesn't feel like it's for the kids yeah. yeah yeah but it does feel very um Archibald so I guess like going with that kind of like theme of the episode you know it makes sense but. Well, yeah. I almost feel like at the end it gets the big laugh where uh, Larry says to Junior, did you understand any of that? And he goes, not a word. Yeah. So I yeah. feel like that's almost, yeah, like the gag that maybe sets the younger audience at ease. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I will say, though, and this is now that I've read most of the Shakespeare works, I was like, this is not the story of Hamlet, though, which was, a, I'm sorry, it was yeah. like a yeah. little disappointing that yeah. it actually had nothing to do with Hamlet because I thought, Ooh. If it's about like yeah. if it's about sharing or if it's about like mm-hmm. not keeping things for yourself, why not Macbeth? 
where like he's killing all the eggs or so or something like that. I just felt like if you wanted to do Shakespeare, there was a maybe a more creative on ramp, but also like this wasn't the main course of the episode. Right. So I, I get it. But I don't know. What did what did uh what did you think of of this this opener? I so going back to, you know, was this really for kids? I what I appreciate about like being with my children when they watch things like this and how none of it really means anything to them. It's almost just precious because they are taking it for what it is. Like they have no, they, they can't be like, that wasn't really Hamlet. And they, <laughs> That's true. and the jokes are just pure funny, like to them. Right. And they don't, they have no idea why they're funny. And, and then they yeah. just catch the moral and they catch the message and they're like, I don't know what this Hamlet thing is, but omelet. <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, like they had the eggs the whole time i just think that's mm. i just think that's sweet honestly like innocent like childhood at its finest they have no idea what it's supposed to be about or what's going on and yet they still absolutely delight in it and i wouldn't be surprised if they'd be like i wouldn't be surprised if like we had a kid who remembered the that whole veggie tales movie yeah for that scene you know what i mean because kids are just sure. like that like just like that they'll take something yeah. and latch onto it even though they don't understand it <laughs> yeah as a kid i remember like the ending like where they're like oh like we thought those were ping pong balls we have, we have right? plenty of those as a, I remember going what <laughs> yeah <laughs> My eight-year-old brain doesn't get it. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Yeah. But I mean, look, who's not going to laugh when they see Mr. Lunt in drag? There you go. Oh, the word. Uh, that joke, I'm, too. We're going to get letters about this. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, Completely over my head as a kid. Right. I mean, good. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. I don't need to get that. That's definitely for the parents. Yeah. Oh, I was the Shakespeare nerd, so I would have been like, oh, they're stepping over all these lines. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, to be or not to be like his whole monologue like there that yeah. the only part of Hamlet that anybody actually knows. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they had like nothing yeah. to do with it. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Well, yeah. Well, so I do want to talk about and I I feel like this isn't the first time that sharing has been the topic of one of the things that we've watched. Mm. But I think sharing, when you want to relate it to the Bible, it's it's tricky because there's not a lot of verses about share your toys with the other kids, right. yeah. If if any, so I, I guess why the struggle in doing an episode like this is, well, why why should we share? You know, why is it important to share? Mm. And omelet kind of they said. Because when we share, it makes us feel good, mm -hmm. which I was kind of like, huh, I, did anyone else bump on that or was that just me? I'm always cautious of that kind of philosophy. Like, <laughs> you know, what a bad trajectory that sets to, yeah. I really do things to bring mm -hmm. pleasure, you know, it's a really, it's still yeah. about my pleasure. Mm -hmm. So if I give things and it's pleasurable, then it's good to give. But if I give things and then for some reason it's not pleasurable, then I can say yeah. don't give. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. tough. Well, I remember, and you both of you are, are parents. So I'd be curious to hear your thoughts, but I remember reading an article that a mom wrote years ago about, she was like at the park with her kid and her kid was like playing with his toys. And one of the other kids wanted to, he said, no. And the other mom came over and said to her kid, like, Oh, sweetie, you have to share. Mm. And she came in and was like, mm -mm. no, nope, my child, that's their choice. Like that they can choose not to also. So I think it, it does get kind of messy because you, I don't know. You don't always have to, like, there are different parameters for sharing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get some sort of way when other people tell my kids they have to share their stuff. Like yeah. we've even encountered that with like family where they've been like, well, you have to share. We're family, you know? And I'm like, mm, like they're playing with that. And there's plenty yeah. of other toys. I'm not going to force my child to share. I'm going to let them, you know, see if there could be a benefit for them. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> if it makes them feel good, <laughs> if it makes you feel good, you can share. But no, I'm going to let them, you know, realize that they have a choice over there. 
over their toys that they don't, you know. Such a healthy boundary. There's there's um this thing that I like that uh, G.K. Chesterton, a writer that inspired C.S. Lewis, he says in his book Orthodoxy, he points out that true walls allow freedom to run wild. Mm. And that was one of his arguments about why orthodoxy is so good. And he eventually came back to it after mm. spending time as an atheist. It's just sure. recognizing mm. that there's there's certain boundaries that if a true boundary is in place, yeah. it actually promotes good things yeah. and allows people mm-hmm. to like flourish and do well. So I, I was like, eh, you know, that whole thing like, oh, you just share it because you have it. Oh, just right. give it to everybody else. I think adults do the same thing. I always hear people talk about acts. And that's kind of what I thought about as a scripture about this, you know, storyline. Mm-hmm. And just thinking yeah. people say, well... They, everybody gave it's there mm-hmm. in acts you share everything that you have and they kind of skip that whole holy spirit <laughs> inspired yes. <laughs> movement yes. within the right and they're like see just share and i'm like yeah, yeah. well and uh, you know not to get to i don't want to take the episode too seriously but the issue at hand in omelet was not that the king was not sharing his eggs it was that there there was a, a food shortage and the king was being selfish, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. there. So there's mm-hmm. like the real issue. The real issue isn't that he's not sharing. It's that there's a there's an egg shortage and the king is not managing, you know, distribution very well. Yeah. So it's like it, the sharing isn't the most important thing. And then it gets more. Well, he only shared with this one little pea. That's not enough for the whole <laughs> the whole town. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. Like sharing is a slippery slope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To me, it was more about good leadership. <laughs> It yeah. Was. yeah. Like as a leader, you should yeah. step up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Jimmy Gord. Yeah, Jimmy Gord. Yeah. But now the this the classy song with Larry, mm-hmm. though, where he's punished for his his selfishness. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, you were you were like doing you were losing your mind before. There's something so funny about that song, <laughs> and everyone just singing it at full yes, volume, yes, in harmony yes. and yes, yeah. it's a powerful number. That's like it's, one of my favorite just, things about Veggie Tales, though. Like, yeah, it's so on. Everything is mm-hmm. full out and committed. Yeah. yeah, and like that. There's the joke that it's like it's not actually classy because it's so silly. Like it's just so and that's so what's fun, silly. You know? Um, I mean, it's classy, Hannah. It's classy in this episode. I, I is it like? Com- I don't know. It's not my favorite silly song, but I just I love I love it solely for the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like not okay that doesn't make sense yeah, no like, that makes sense because it's sense. like it's actually like a song that they just rewrote the lyrics to right mm-hmm. I don't, like i think I don't it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's why i'm like i just think that's hilarious yeah i only know about like stephen curtis chapman i don't know about real things I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know about diving in <laughs> exactly <laughs> i know about saddling up the horse because yeah. as we mentioned earlier like barbara yes, manatee's the best silly song so it's like it's it's up there it is for me, at least. We, we need to have like a... Uh, a actual, silly song oh episode. Gosh. A whole thing yeah. about we silly have to have songs. A, a tournament. We <laughs> have to have a silly songs panel. Yes. I'm kind of partial uh, to homonyms. <laughs> I don't um, think I know that one. He does all like Wait, the rain no, and homophone. rain and homophones. Homophone. Oh. Like that when oh. he does that. Oh my gosh. That one. I don't know why. I think it's hysterical. But... Yeah. Yeah, silly we sing that, Where Is My Hairbrush to um, everything in our house. Classic. So, but like, I'm always like, why do that. they keep trying to get him to not be silly? Like, you know, in so many episodes, just let him be. Trying to stifle his creativity. <laughs> well, speaking of silly, this is the last episode where Larry has that lisp. What? Um, that was <laughs> short lived because this Fun is back. only like 15 episodes in, right? Yeah. I was still like watching. I think this was towards the end of like. Veggie Tales being for me, like me being in the target audience. Yeah. I think this was kind of like the last episode that I watched before. Really? Yeah, before I, I went out and bought my first Under Oath CD. Were you not? And never looked back. I feel like for me, the last one was um, Ballad of Little Joe. Well, I saw Ballad of Little Joe, but it was like past my, I think I was like doing like 
I was in the nursery or something, and we put little Ballad of Little Joe on. But yeah, no. It, Wait, side it, note: Did your parents purchase all those Veggie Tales DVDs that live at the Bay Ridge Salvation Army? <laughs> yes, yes. They wow, did. it is solved. I don't know. I don't know about DVDs, VHS oh, true, for sure, true. but they're still yes. there. They are hundred well, percent still there. Well, the DVDs are. The, yeah, that was them. All the all the McGee and me is all the all that good stuff. That was yeah. <laughs> we, we had it. We Sorry had about it made. that. <laughs> Tangent. I was like, wait, light bulb. Yes. <laughs> oh. well, yeah. So then, well, then we get into the the actual episode, which I I love how much of a musical it is. Mm-hmm. That it's not just like here's some little ditties, but I feel like. They really like went for it, uh, mainly in the first song, yeah. Where there's like counter melodies <laughs> and things like that, and I'm like, oh, this so is fun. Good. And then some of the other songs just kind of go to like they're just singing, but yeah. you know, there, there's, I think three really good numbers in that scene. But this is about Lyle, who uh, is a Viking, and after the Vikings get done uh, plundering. The uh, the monastery. He goes and gives some of their stuff back, and uh, you know they they find out they don't like that, and shenanigans ensue. What did but what did we think altogether of Lyle in contrast to I guess Amla? Because hmm. I'll say I I feel like we could have cut Omelet put more time and effort into Lyle and really packed it out and made like a nice long episode because it did feel a little rushed also. Yeah, it was so quick. Yeah. I just want to know what the pot holders mean. They're for holding pots. There's nothing deeper there. There's no pot. No. There no pots. I don't like that. I know. They were like, they were probably in the writer's room like, what's some obscure object Junior can have? Pot well, it's also, they, they don't have, yeah, they did it. They also don't have hands, so that's like <laughs> also part of the joke. Which at one point, somebody was holding something and they had like twigs. Yeah. And I was like, where did the twigs come from? But okay, this doesn't oh have anything gosh. to do with anything. I would have but... loved to be in the room to try to understand. <laughs> oh, let's have pot potholders. We're just gonna mm-hmm. you know, potholders yeah. are funny. I just really thought I must be missing something. I'm like, there's probably some deep theological <laughs> Well, I wonder the importance of potholders <laughs> in I... Viking culture. Yes. Well, I'm trying to think about <laughs> I'm trying to think about the song that Junior sings about the da 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 Yes, please. Because I wonder if it was just like they needed something to rhyme and it was like, and a few of my own potholders. Potholders. No, I don't think it rhymed. I did laugh. I was like, I think they definitely named him Lyle. So it was easy to rhyme too. Because all the rhymes. I was like, this is a That Scandinavian name? Yeah. Lyle? You know, Lyle. Can I tell them about like how actively upset you got though with the Mr. Nezer song about like what up with, with Lyle? Lyle? Yeah, Hannah was like, this song is so boring. <laughs> I'm so bored. I was, I was like, get on with it. <laughs> get on with the show. I was like, yeah. I, I was like, I don't. I think it's kind of cool. I'm ready to go I was back into to my it. program. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, it's it's one I want to see the long version of where where it's just big villains. I love I love a good villain song. I'll say that. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Something about Veggie get- Tales though for me though is like everything holds my attention. Like I just yes. I just become a child and I'm like staring at the screen like with my jaw dropped and like yeah you can't interrupt me for those 30 yeah. minutes like i'm just gone and i'm like what what is happening to me right now like i can't focus this much on like i don't know no there's definitely videos i've seen on the internet of like those baby sensory videos where it's like right? fruits dancing yes and it's like grown people like <laughs> I love this. That's yeah. that every time without fail. I don't even have to really love it. I'm just, I don't know. It's like a drug. They draw me in. So engaged. I'm like, mm. what is up with Lyle? <laughs> what <laughs> is up? I get it. And how is he hitting uh, that note? Okay. Anyway, go. Oh, just really in just, it. In my research right before the episode. <laughs> I always knew that Junior was voiced by a woman. Yeah. I didn't realize it was Phil Vischer's wife. Yeah. Nice. So. 
Yep. Oh, I see. I, I just thought that. it was an, another wo- like just woman, but it's I, I think it's a fun family connection. Mm-hmm. Look at that. <laughs> He's oh, like, I know who can house. sing these notes. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I was telling Tabitha, somebody that I used to work with, a really good friend of mine, um, is a layout designer for things like books and magazines and stuff like that. Mm. And um, really gifted artist. And he told me stories about how uh, one magazine that he worked for, his office was down the hallway from the VeggieTale people. And he used Ooh. to talk about how, like, he would be going to work on these projects and he's like all focused and his <laughs> office is all quiet. And you'd hear this hysterical laughter coming from down the hallway. And mm. people would be like, the VeggieTale people. <laughs> the I, love that, fun again. I love that. Having fun again. Having worked in like children's ministry in an office setting, mm. that's what people would say of us also. So I, I mean, I get it. I get it. <laughs> All those vegetarian Not people to... and their eight voices a piece or whatever. <laughs> now, not to keep on ringing this bell, but the Lyle story also wasn't about sharing either it it was about like don't steal from people it's not good to rob other people so i was again i'm like it's not about sharing people i think we're actually finding that zach's deep passion is to kind of (laughs) like rescue veggie tales especially from netflix like it needs it needs rescued they tried you know because what happened like after jonah it really started to go down right like that well, was there. Jonah like bankrupted the studio. Yeah. Oh wow. Ugh. Yeah. So they like had to kind of really play catch up after that. But yeah, so I mean that could be maybe why the theme doesn't hit <laughs> as as hard. But again, like I said, we spend so much time talking about sharing and I don't want to get into like I wish the episode had been about this, but there's the bit at the beginning where Archibald's like, "Can I host a show?" Mm-hmm. and Larry says to Bob, "It's about yes. sharing." Mm-hmm. And to me, a funnier thing would be like if Bob kept like getting involved about like right. the story's not good. Like, stop, you're ruining right. my show. And then it's like they all leave upset. And it's like, and Bob's like, why is everybody mad? It's like, oh, because like I wasn't sharing like my platform with people. Right. Because yes. I think like that's and that's the thing about sharing is that it's not so much like, you know, if you don't share this and that, but it's like, hey, sometimes if you don't share, like people don't want to hang out with you. Right. Or like uh-huh. people don't want to be your friend. Yeah. So and you know, I think for kids that's something where they can decide I think that can help them make the decision about like, you know, who they will share with, what they will share. Yeah. And an episode about a Viking returning <laughs> stolen goods to a monastery. That's not the same thing as like share the last cookie with your brother. I, I totally agree because I thought the only real thing about sharing that happened was when Archibald gets his turn to yeah. share his story. Cause he was like, you let yeah. so-and-so get to do this. You know, can I also get to do it? And he has his moment where they share the whole episode with him in order to be able to do that. Mm. And then that was like the last like actual sharing thing. I was like, okay, then, (laughs) okay. This is more like repentance. We're teaching kids what full repentance looks like. (laughs) But but then they go ahead and they give Bob the best song, which is the look Olaf song where it's (laughs) Olaf, 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 Olaf. I was like, they're good. That's hard to say. Right. That many times. That was the best. I would agree with that. That's talent. That's talent. Also, a good friend of ours, uh, Lieutenant Narius, when we were watching this together, I remember this as children. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. We were watching this as children in like junior church. Uh And the part where the pirates, the pirates, the Vikings get their boat destroyed and they're in the water, like young Narius just yelled out, see, look what God did to them. Nah. <laughs> so that's what he learned. It, that's what he learned. It's crazy. I thought there's like, you know, retribution theology kind of like They're- happening in this story where it's like, yeah. they oh, they did something wrong. Oh, and they're just like and perishing. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> At sea. Yeah. Well, I, again, it's, it is very much like Lyle was, was nice to them and then mm-hmm. they're nice to him. Yeah. So yeah. that's, I'd, I'm sorry, but that's not. It's that's, not sharing. That's not Jesus. 
that's not Jesus. No. No. Yeah, it's. I mean, being like, even if it's about being kind, like then I. Yes. I mean, that makes the more sense. It's in. Yeah, it's in the title because he tells like the monks of all. Oh my goodness, Hannah, Sister Act nuns. Uh, wait. Sound, sound of music. music. Sister Act monks three we, in a row. Uh, we are on a roll. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's wait a minute. Next? Wait a minute. Easy A has Fred Armisen as a father in that movie. Yeah, but is that no, no, no as like a priest father? Oh, okay, okay. Uh-huh. The September father. the father. The, father. <laughs> this was September and early October is this was uh... none month. <laughs> none, Good. none. Yeah, I'm, glad. I'm. I'm having none of it. I'm having none of it. <laughs> so, yeah. So then I, I do love Paul Grape when he goes, can we put away the good Civil War first? All right. <laughs> oh, and when he throws um, the gag, when he throws the pee. Yes, instead of the out? life, instead of the whatever. <laughs> the rap. Classic. Yeah. Because yeah. what parent what did can't I relate throw? to that, honestly? <laughs> 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 I think we've all been there, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... I, I think I said to Hannah, though, at the end, I I feel like Lyle the Kindly Viking could have been a full-length movie because there's so much, like, lore, and there's so many... I feel like there's so much left on the table for how, like, short they had to make it. Yeah. And then I realized, I was like, oh, they did. It's called How to Train Your Dragon. Nice. It's about sharing with the dragons. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. How happened. to Train Your Dragon is as much about sharing as Lyle the Kindly Viking is about sharing. Yep. So, well, there you go. So thank you. Thank you, DreamWorks. DreamWorks. I really thank felt you. the theme was actually, like, culture. That's what that's what kept coming back to me while I was watching go it, on. was, like, the culture of the Vikings and kind of just, like, what what they're used to like they they didn't necessarily seem attached to stealing it was kind of just like we're vikings like this is what we do this is who we are and lyle was kind of like you know kingdom culture like well this is actually what we should be like so i was like i feel like you could have leaned more into just like yeah culture of the kingdom and and then in the end he's like i mean it got a little weird because they were like if you share as everybody's drowning like oh maybe if we would have shared they would have saved us and i'm like "Mm, (laughs) i don't know about that Mm. but like yeah if you i mean you could do treat others how you want to be treated you could do you know so many other things like love one another as i have loved you like yeah. This kingdom culture. Yeah. Culture of people who follow Jesus. But I also this I is also how you act. It's it's interesting to me that, you know, trying to like per, like get truth of scripture out there. I'm trying to mm-hmm. think back yeah. through Veggie Tales and is there a Messiah figure that ever shows up in Veggie Tales? No. Really? Like never, no. And it's it's That's almost funny. like, oh, wait a second, what happened here where there's no ultimate you know, hey, we we come in here. So or I even was, like a Jesus episode. Right. I was like, just right. like have the BBS stroll day. up and be like, you know, while they're drowning, you know, wow. where's the William Booth moment while everybody's at sea? Right. <laughs> and like <laughs> going for the lost, right? Like where's, where's the Jesus? Yeah. Where's, where's the, you know, the Messiah or the representation, <laughs> right? Yeah. The, you know, the, <laughs> the snow piece are like, oh, the boss sent us out here to get you, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, something that references that idea of oh yeah somebody has been watching you and is here to do that yeah well well scott you've kind of brought up something i'm sorry hannah you were going to say something so i i looked into why is there no jesus in veggie tales and it says phil Fisher stated that they'll never show jesus physically in a veggie tales episode because it messes up the scale Mm. of portraying either jesus as a talking vegetable (laughs) I mean, or uh, to have humans interact with the veggie characters. This has been a policy for big ideas since then. This was suggested by his mother. Smart. (laughs) That's 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 pretty smart. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I disagree with that. They're just kind of nervous to show a representation of Jesus. Jesus. Well, they do in in Rackshack and Benny in that like there's like there's four in there now and one of them's real shiny. Which, yeah, they know, said that, the only exception is if he appears as a glowing as like light. light. If oh, okay. you believe 
Yeah. If you believe that the fourth person in the furnace is Jesus. That's, yes, also, which also true. I, I do, but... So, it, it, is, it is interesting, because we've talked in the past about how there's, there's a biblical literacy problem in America, even amongst churchgoers, mm-hmm. and there's a big temptation to lay it all at VeggieTales' feet. And oh, shows... Yeah. Not, not VeggieTales specifically, mm-hmm. but that there's, like, at... You know, this kind of media, and I guess VeggieTale gets the brunt of it because, like, with being top tier and the most recognizable, yeah. it's, you know, it kind of falls on them. So, I'm I'm curious, do you think that that's fair to lay at VeggieTale's feet? Mm, of course not. Yeah. However. Yes. <laughs> our culture. <laughs> right, like, right. we are media driven, so it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. we're, you know, media really drives, I mean, these are recent generations. So if you can attach, I mean, now we have the chosen. So now there's a, a good, you yeah. know, theologically sound media to kind of t- attach ourselves to. But yeah. I'll even say, though, like the chosen, there's people who are like, you know, well, what was Mary Magdalene's story? And they're like, Oh, she was in a bar one night and Jesus came up right. to her and quoted Isaiah. And it's like, uh, no, not, like, yeah. so, so it's kind of one of those things where like the, the extra biblical things people, True. I, I do. Cause I, I don't want to, I'm not one of those people who's like TV is the problem for everything. I'm very much like you also need to do research right. and you need to yeah. like take this seriously yeah. for yourself. But I think that, so many people were were raised with Veggie Tales being like the Sunday school lesson. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. we're putting this on, and then maybe there's not really a talk back afterwards. And like, all right, all right, kids, go to church. Everybody out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's you know it's different. At least in my perspective, as a pastor's kid, like I heard all the stories all the time. So yeah. like, you know, if some of the stories were missing some details, um. I knew from other other times, but you know, not everyone gets that experience. Right. No. And even versus too, like I, even to go to the other side of what I'm saying right now, like <laughs> like I would even say, and I've talked about this on the show, you know, like Esther is uh, maybe my favorite story in the Bible, mm. and I actually feel like their depiction of it is really good for kids because yeah. it shows. Um, I think it shows the right kind of um dilemma. Yeah or the true feeling of dilemma that Esther was feeling rather than other, other properties. So it's like, yeah, it's a complicated yeah. question. It's it's so hard <laughs> to like go over those things. I just think about like a uh, theologian N.T. Wright saying, you know, yes. when you teach, you have to say everything you believe every single time mm-hmm. or somebody will accuse mm-hmm. you of not mm-hmm. believing that thing. So it's just, it's just a ridiculous standard. And I also think it's a, it's a, it's more of a Western issue you know speaking of culture yeah because eastern thinking isn't that you know when you talk about you know mary inside a bar essentially they they wouldn't look at that and say you know what that's not true they look at truth being more what's being communicated Mm -hmm. i mean you could like Mm -hmm. a perfect example is john's gospel he is mm-hmm. not arguing in a chronological order of events. He is not argue like his whole concept is very theological in what he's trying to present so that even his days of the week don't match up right. Mm-hmm. Be- <laughs> so somebody could look at it and go, you know what? This is all wrong. All the history in this is wrong because they're only mm-hmm. thinking truth in terms of historical events that happen. Yeah. Not about the theological truth that he's trying to connect people with that had been going on for thousands of years. I think, you know, when you're trying to do this for kids, it's the same thing. You're trying to communicate truth, not in the sense of this is exactly how it happened in scripture. Right, I mean, right. think yeah. how scarred would kids be if you showed them what happened to Esther? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you need the. Well, you the, need an asparagus. Uh, well, well you not, need, yeah, you need a, a a version without some of the details. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, not to talk about the Esther episode, but even in like little things of the king wanting uh, Vashti to make him a sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I like I think because you can't you can't tell kids right. like you know 
like when you tell kids like he wanted her to come and dance for him, kids would be like, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like he, you know, it was late and he wanted a sandwich. It's like, oh, like he's being like he's being ridiculous. Yeah. It's like make your own sandwich. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. He is being ridiculous and in the real story as well. Yeah. So I, I think it still like gets the essence of the story yeah. A- yeah. across. Yeah, yeah. And and I think we've had this back and forth before about what is the best version of veggie tales. And I think they're at their best when they're just doing Bible stories. Yeah. yeah. And you know, for as much as I liked the songs and Lyle and stuff like that, yeah. I think something like, you know, uh, Dave and the giant pickle yeah. is something where if a kid takes away, my problems are big. God's bigger. Mm-hmm. It, you know, that's, that's awesome. And unfortunately with this one, like, there's a messy thing about should I share? Yeah. Sharing is good. I have an omelet. Do I let someone bite into it? And uh, what? What? I don't know. So, and again, like we said earlier, sharing with others makes me feel good, and that's why I should share. So I, I don't want to say this one wasn't as thought out because clearly a lot of time and blood, sweat, and tears went into this. Yeah. I just think mm-hmm. that maybe this is one where they didn't a hundred percent hit the mark. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scott yeah. even said after we watched it, what was the Bible story? And I was like, there wasn't one. And he's like, wait, yeah. it wasn't based off of a Bible story. And like, I was like, no, they had yeah. like a verse at there the end. There was no clear, well, the, you know, and the verse was from Hebrews 13, which I was like, yeah. wait, which what? Not <laughs> yeah. A, a sh- like a portion of the Bible about like sharing. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, like yeah. the theme that could have happened, you know, I think it's a, I think it's 13 one that says, you know, encourage each other day after day, as long as it's called today, you know, lest your hearts yeah. be hardened to the deceitfulness of sin. Uh, that could have worked with Lyle yeah. because yeah. you're, you're like there, everybody's discouraging him. Why are you going to do that thing? Don't do that thing. Don't mm-hmm. be that way. Yeah. Oh, why are you doing this sh- thing about Hamlet? Don't do a show about Hamlet. You know? Yeah. Oh, it's Omelet? Don't do Like, you had so much opportunity to show what discouragement could do uh, in this storyline. Yeah. So I, I, I am like, what were, you know, what were they thinking? Who who do you think you are with this story? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Don't yeah, steal. I- Yes. I don't think I'll do manners because we've done VeggieTales so much and we know that we like it, but I think like it, if we just want to give closing remarks on the episode and I think I I think I'll get it started for for the first time ever, but I think VeggieTales is best at setting the table. I think that it's mm-hmm. best at setting the table for having a discussion mm-hmm. with, you know, your kids, be that your actual children, the kids in your Sunday school class, yeah. whatever. I think that that's what it does best is it like sets up you having that conversation. And maybe with the right group, they do see sharing in the Lyle story when you can really um, talk it out because like kids are pretty smart and they know how they feel. Maybe they can't always be super articulate. But, you know, that's kind of why we have the setting and we have that space where we can talk that out. So, again, I hopefully this was impactful in its time. I don't really remember talking about it very much when I was a kid. I remember liking it, but it not really Mm -hmm. being one that I thought about the message Mm. all that much. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think we can blame VeggieTales for being the reason people don't read their Bible (laughs) because and I don't think that the goal I'm sure the goal wasn't to replace the Bible I'm sure that this was to be an on-ramp to kids encountering Jesus Mm -hmm. in their own way and I think that that's beautiful I just think that again this episode it wasn't it wasn't all there for me so Zach you're saying that if you're studying Psalm 51 you're not going to play King George and the Ducky and say let's discuss hey (laughs) hey I I love King George. <laughs> that, that, that one matches up with the real Bible story, uh, pretty pretty well. It does know, bathing on the roof. It does do well. It's very interesting, yes. and that just goes to show how closely they could link it. Like their ability is, yeah. The studio's yeah. ability is crazy. Like the songs, like um, just to say, like you had mentioned it, that first song is so spot on for the style that it's yes. trying to mimic 
And it, it was just absurd how good that was. And to see those flashes, that's when I'm like, okay, come on, somebody resurrect VeggieTales. We need to see this. Yeah, but not in the house. <laughs> no. That's so sad. Get, get away from the sink and back into the Bible. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think if anything we're taking away from this, it's it's not that this episode's bad. I guess it's just, is it our favorite? Not necessarily. But we, I think I'm going to echo what, what Zach said. Just, I encourage you to check out the ones that are like actually based on Bible stories mm-hmm. only because I feel like it's their strongest as well. Yeah. Like they're all, I enjoy watching. Like, yeah, was I bored a little in Lyle? Yes. And I was sad for me because I remember really liking it as a kid. And then today I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> I have different opinions now. But, um, I'll still watch it again if I have the opportunity to. Okay. I didn't like that face. <laughs> I didn't like that face. But when I do think about my favorite moments, I, I'm now I'm going back to the ones of, yeah, the, the stories that are the actual Bible stories. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. It's still better than a lot of things that are even coming oh, out yeah. now. True. You know, Absolutely. it's like. And it, it goes to show that, you know, you, you talked about, you know, VeggieTales kind of getting hit for how much or how little scripture it's showing and how on it is. And just looking at that, when you're talking about like customer reviews about something, you want criticism in there because it means you did something right enough to stir somebody to complain about it. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, this just nails it where you're like, they did enough to really draw attention. So it is a good story. Stuff is in there. It, Like you said, you can't use it as if it is scripture and just be like, all I got to do is show these videos to my kids and they'll be yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Please no. use it to no. like, I like how you said it, set the table. Use yeah. it to set the table for discussions. Mm. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, to go back to our greatest adventure stories from the Bible episode, I, I think you have, this is for, for the little kids. Greatest Adventure, slightly older. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm thinking about this. There's like nothing. There's no Christian. Well, I guess the chosen now, but there's no like Christian media for teens that isn't like super cringe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel mm-hmm. like you have like Veggie Tales, like a Greatest Adventures, The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> and like, I don't know. We need something. We need something for the teens that isn't like cringy. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. Book wise, I only read one thing that I thought one author that I thought I I really like this. It's a more mature understanding and it doesn't blatantly use scripture, but it's based on scripture. Stephen Lawhead's books. And mm. I mean, it's kind of funny because he's kind of actually known for the rock opera, the Christian rock opera that happened. But he's an author that writes these books. So yeah. he ha- he has, um, you remember Hero, the rock opera? So I do. He, but mm. he, as an author in writing these books, he wrote books based on um, like Arthur and Merlin and all this kind of stuff. Yes. yes. So good historically. So much research. He One of my favorite books he actually wrote on St. Patrick. And he is looking at the balance between a God that actually talks and actually interacts with Patrick in the Druid mm. society and actually gives an explanation of why Druidism ended at that point. With Pat- like, so it's like a very wow. mature book, wow. like fiction <laughs> book that actually like, I'm like, oh, I can actually read this as an adult. And I'm not like, yeah. you know, they hear these softball situations that they can knock out of the park. It's like mm. real mm. stuff. Oh. Uh- if you're an edgy teen, I guess you could read uh, Tolkien. Yeah. Simorillion. I'm I'm reading that right now, and I was like, oh, Tolkien was a yes guy. You're feeling you're feeling like an edgy teen right now. Yeah, a, a little a little <laughs> bit. I was like, he made up he made up his own like religions, his own stuff. Right. I was like, mm. but there's stuff in there that I'm like, if because I know that he Tolkien has said like, or had said because he's not alive anymore, but he had said he's not a fan of allegory, mm-hmm. which I was like, whoa. So, so I have to kind of take his writing for what it is and be like, he's not talking about this or that or the other thing. But when he's talking about that, like in his world of middle earth, that like the heavens were created by 
their version of God just like singing and his song being beautiful. I'm like, that's so nice. And then C.S. Lewis took that with Aslan and Magician's Nephew. So, yeah. you know, thank you. Thanks for being friends, guys. They would have had the <laughs> yeah. best. Po- they would have had the best podcast ever. Let's just say it. Mm. Best little think tank ever. Yes. Hanging absolutely. out with those guys. And they, I mean, <laughs> it's so funny because they got nailed too. All, the, all their ideas yeah. of like oh, magic yeah. and all this. How could you do this? You know, there's, it says in the Bible, no witchcraft, right? You know, you just see people kind of like go after all that and which I could harp on all the time for people who yep. misinterpret scripture because they don't know what it says. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta, where's, where's the adults? So Zach, are you, yeah. Are you gonna? Are you saying that you're gonna create something for the adults? Yes, something. Edgy. That's what I hear. Him I mean, you have Hannah. Fun. You have Hannah to kind of like rein you in a little bit if things get crazy. <laughs> you know, like I think this podcast is my edgy thing for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is truth in that. Well, you know, Scott. Speaking of think tank, I thought this would just be a little fun thing to do. What would we? Let's say Perfect World Veggie Tales is back to its glory. Mm-hmm. What Bible stories would we like to see them tackle? And I and I'll say I'll just as a disclaimer, unironically, what would we like to see them tackle? You know, because I know the first thing that probably comes to everyone's mind is Elisha and the She Bears. You know, oh, so so interesting. <laughs> or 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 like Cain and Abel. But what what would we actually like to see the Veggie Tales handle? Do you have something that comes to mind right away? I don't I don't know that I know everything they have handled. So you I feel can like throw something out I'll there and I'll like, tell you if they did or not. Uh yeah, we all know that episode. But I mean I'm studying first and second kings right now, so immediately I just thought Ooh. like a run through the kings Ooh. could be cool. Oh, that'd be fun. The, oh, that'd be the fun. Other I mean, kings that happened, right? <laughs> yes. That'd be good. That would be good. The other kings, I like that. I, I thought creation would be interesting oh, come on. No, i thought that too yeah because it's like when do they show up see it's yeah. like I don't it would be so fun to have like a song of larry like naming all the animals and yes stuff. like mm. you guys are way- so fun. absolutely way and he could like mess up like call everything weird names and then be like mm, you know pencil no yeah. i mean cow like there yes <laughs> absolutely Wait, Scott, what did you yeah, have? Yeah, did you go well, the Job route? I even worse. Ooh, even worse, Hannah. <laughs> even worse. Oh my gosh. So because they do ta- I I appreciate how well they tackle hard issues. Like again, Esther yes. is a great example. <laughs> yeah. There's that one crazy story at the end of Judges. Right? Do you know? Yeah. You know? Are you gonna? Too? Yeah. Like, tell tell the story. So, I mean, <laughs> in, in short, there's like a traveling priest that has a concubine. Uh, she runs away home. Right? He uh-huh. goes and tracks her down, and then people almost in a very <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah way, like you know, go to yeah, like do stuff. But in the end, she is you know brutally used to the point of death. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just as his way of judging all the tribes, he cuts her up into 12 pieces mm. and sends it as a message of what happened in the brutality. <laughs> so all of Israel ends up attacking Benjamin, almost putting it out of existence. Oh my God. <laughs> so I think about those like really complex things oh like, like, hey, it's in here. And honestly, unless somebody can cover that in a lighthearted way, and you can kind of bring something out in it, like, hey, let's actually hit the issues and talk about this. Some things it's like you have to have a sense of humor to talk about those things. Yeah. Or you put too depressed to like study that. And I'm like, yeah. you kind of need somebody who's gonna write, you know, mm. Olaf and yeah. Eric and the Vikings having a good time <laughs> good time yeah. to explain yeah. these complex issues. But that's where my mind ran. I was like, man, I'd love to see these guys take a whack at that thing. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't think they've done I ha, this is one I understand why we tell the story of Samson to children. I get it. Mm. But the story of Samson is always portrayed as like Samson was like a pretty nice guy. He was actually pretty great. And it was that darn Delilah woman. I was right. like, yo, Samson, like not very good. No. So you know, I'd love to see VeggieTales, you know, do that character of like, but Samson was also bad. Yeah. 
you know, I'd love that. You know, it's interesting because somebody taught me the story of Samson as a story of what happens when parents become legalistic and Mm -hmm. hold their kids to things that kids shouldn't be held accountable for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's intense. Do you want to be on the episode where we talk about the Pure Flick Samson movie? What? That exists? gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Before we wrap up, can I share some scrapped episode ideas from VeggieTales? Yes. So they wanted to do, they have done a few episodes based on literature, Madam Blueberry being one. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did a Grapes of Wrath story. Grapes of Wrath. (laughs) I think they did like a Tom Sawyer later, like later, later. Um, But here are some of the ones that didn't actually make it. So we have Lime and Punishment. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Uh, War and Peaches. Oh. Okay. Bridge over Pumpkin Pie. No. <laughs> no. Bridge no. over River Kwai. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm an I'm Alec Guinness fan, so I'm all about Me that. Too. Yeah. Okay, so. And a possible parody of Disney's Treasure Planet. Oh. Huh? Treasure? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Treasure Planet? Yeah. Not Treasure Island. Treasure that movie, Planet. Treasure, that movie that no one saw? Right. Treasure with like John Hawkins. So I'll or say whatever. Treasure Planet is like one of mine and Declan's favorite movies. It's so good. Oh, Jim I, I'm not saying Jim I don't love it. I get I get so yeah. mad. Like people can talk about the black culture and all they want to cuz I'm like yeah. what where did that thing come from? I get I get yes. so annoyed when people, you know, dish but on why, Treasure Planet. What? It's so good. Treasure Planet is good. Disney tried to kill it. <sighs> Like, it was in theaters for, like, a day, yeah. and I saw it that day. The theater was empty. <laughs> I was there. But I, yes. yeah, oh, VeggieTales of so Treasure good. Planet? Okay. That's pumpkin, Veggie bridge Veggie over Veggie pumpkin pie? Bridge over pumpkin pie. Bridge over pumpkin pie. I think pie. Lime and Punishment is my favorite. <laughs> yes. That's that great. Was good. That was good. I don't even know what that is, but that's good. Crime and Punishment? No, I know. Have you read but, Crime and Punishment? No, I know Crime and oh. Punishment. I don't know what Lime and Punishment is, but I'm I'm into it, though. <laughs> they replaced okay. Lyman Punishment with uh, the end of silliness and um, Larry like having. Oh, good, good. H- having like his episode yeah. in the middle oh of the diner. <laughs> that might be the next Veggie Tales we talked I about. I mean, was it a coconut that dished out? So you just have the lime yeah. and the coconut? Mm. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Veggie Tales, if you're hiring, big idea if you're looking to get back in the game. <laughs> So, in conclusion, folks, Lyle the Kindly Viking, this one uh, wasn't a home run, but there was still merit. Uh, so, I don't know. If you have kids, watch it with them and then maybe talk about it and see what they're thinking. And uh, let us know if, what you thought about this episode. Let us know what your favorite VeggieTales episode is. But make sure that you go and you subscribe to More Than a Song the podcast and make sure that you show love to our wonderful amazing incredible guests the the swires aside from your your uh podcast is there anything else that you would like to plug no you're looking at me oh i didn't know if you i ain't got no plugs anything i mean we got like a a, i have a recent article in peer people should go look at it's about how to hear god's voice so peer magazine online or in the paper so that you could check that out and writings like that. I write for our local newspaper. So I write articles just like I would anywhere else in there, things like that. We got the podcast going on. And, uh, you know, when we retake VeggieTales, you know, we'll yeah. let everybody know when that's coming up. I don't know if I'm going to be there for that, but uh, I'll plug you when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hannah, is there anything that we'd like to plug? Yes. As always. At Godfellas the Pod on Instagram. That's where you find all things Godfellas. Um, and as well, uh, we've been mentioning this for a few weeks. Zach and I are, um, if you would love to see more about our worship endeavors, you can look us up as The Honey Initiative, at The Honey Initiative on Instagram. And by the time this episode comes out, next week. We are, this weekend, we are going on a mini tour. Um, So if you live in somewhere in New York or (laughs) Ohio, we might be coming to a place near you. Very possible. Like like Rome, New York. Like Rome, New York. Like Rome, New York. 
Or who, Port Jervis. Would you go there? That's true. <laughs> Very true. Very true. And Tiffin, Ohio, that was the third one I felt like. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's exciting. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. Uh, and I would, and hey, do you like the way that this podcast is edited? I'm editing podcasts now. So if you have a podcast and you want me to edit it, uh, just give me a couple dollars and I'll edit your podcast. <laughs> I'll edit your podcast for you. Uh, that's a new thing that I'm doing. Give me a couple dollars. Yeah, just give me, Two, you know, give to me. To be precise. <laughs> yes, no, yes. Just, just kidding. Just, just give kidding. me a couple bucks. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I'll, and I'll edit your show for you. Um, but I do want to plug, I want to plug next week's episode because uh, I'm, I'm very, very excited. Uh, we have Jimmy Hughes, Michael Williams are going to be back on the show, and we are going to be talking about McGee and me. Specifically, the episode Twister and <gasps> Shout. Yes, I feel like that's the only episode I watched. Oh, it's at so Camp good. Wonderland. I'm good, good. I'm I'm very very excited about that. But until next time, until then, I've been Mr. Zach. I've been Miss Hannah. I've been the Viking, the kindly Viking, Mrs. <laughs> Tabitha. The best thing is because you, you are like you hail from that region. Oh, yes, I am. I am a Viking. So she's like a legit yeah. Viking. Yes. I'm an Irish. We just got to watch the people take our stuff and go, man, that sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the Irishman Scott. <laughs>